the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello again and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. If you've been searching for a place to be spiritually fed, you have found it. Like you, we believe the Holy Bible contains the spiritual nourishment we need to become faithful servants God requires to help grow His kingdom here on earth. This program is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church, located in Los Angeles, California. Our teaching pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with today's message. I want you to take your Bibles and open them up to the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 23. And I'm preaching today on a subject called In the Valley. And in our series here in Psalm chapter 23, we believe, or looking at this, that Psalm chapter 23 might be the greatest chapter of all time. Now we know the Word of God is all equally great, amen? But there's something about Psalm chapter 23 It is an amazing chapter, and today, in our study, week by week, verse by verse, we come to verse 4. And verse 4 reads, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are what? You're with me. Your rod and your staff, they do what? They comfort me. So, Again, it's amazing to me how something that was written 3,000 years ago can be so relevant to what's going on in our world, in our lives here today. There are many angles, but I want to walk you through several noteworthy considerations. Number one in your notes, I hope you write this down. We all walk through that valley. There's not a single person in this room that's not going to walk through that valley. One of the greatest fears that we all have in life is the fear of dying. And I've discovered that people fall into one of two camps. One camp are people who that's all they do is they think about the day they're going to die. And the other camp are those who who never think about it, who choose to stay busy so they somehow are going to ignore the inevitable, but it is inevitable. Death is a stubborn fact. You can ignore it all you want. You can deny it all you want. You can fight it all you want. But Hebrews 9 verse 27 tells us it is appointed unto man once to die. Every single person in this room has an appointment with a thing called death. Ecclesiastes tells us that death is coming for you. It's coming for you. That's why, I hope you're listening, the most important thing in your life should be your faith. Your faith. That's what you need to be worried about, concerned about. 
spend time uh, managing. The psalmist tells us that, we're, that all of us are going to walk through this valley. Number two, write this down. Now, this is good information. You need to know that the valley is only temporary. The psalmist said, if you pay attention to what he writes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this room is full of people that are either just now walking into the valley or you're actually in the valley or you're walking out of the valley, but we're all walking through it. David the shepherd knows that the valley's not a dead end. The valley is not a cul-de-sac. The valley is basically a low point between two mountains. And he writes, Yo, not, not, yea, though I walk down into the valley or over the valley or near the valley or around the valley, he says, No, even though I walk right through the valley, I will fear no evil. There's no panic. There's no fear. There's no fretting. There's nobody who's scared. Notice they're not running. They're just walking through the valley of shadow of death. And there's always someone who's fearful who says, well, I hope, I hope one day out yonder, if I ever have a tough time, and if I ever have to go through that valley, I sure do hope God is with me. I got news for you. Number three, write this down. You're actually in the valley of the shadow of death this very moment. You say, no. Yes. I can prove it to you. How many of you know that this very moment, even in church, that you could just drop over dead right here, right now, before this service is over, before we have a chance to sing an invitation for you to come and give your life to Jesus, how many of you know that this could be, it could be your last day on this earth? Raise your hand if you, if you actually realize that this could be your last day. Now look around, raise your hand, look around and look at all the people who are acknowledging. And I'm telling you, I want you to write this down. You enter the valley of the shadow of death on the day you're born, and you leave this valley on the day you die. And right now you're walking, breathing, listening, sitting, writing, paying attention, right now in the valley of the shadow of death. Now, I came to give you some good news. How many of you want some good news? Here's the good news. Write this down. There's no need to fear. There's absolutely no need to fear. And I have point A and point B. And they're both critical for you to understand this psalm. And the first point here is this is if you are a Christian. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ. You have no reason to fear. Now, if you're not a believer, and you're just someone brought you to church and you're not a Christian, you have all kinds of reasons to be fearful. But if you are a believer, you're saved. You have no reason to be fear. In fact, the valley of death for a believer, it's not a valley of death. It's only a shadow of the valley of death for a believer. For a, for a non-believer, for a, 
For a non-believer, it is the valley of death. But for a believer, it's not the valley of death. It's only a shadow of the valley of death. And here's point B. This is the good stuff. A shadow can never hurt you. I don't care how dark, how deep, how frightful, how dangerous a shadow may be. A shadow can never hurt you if you're, if you're a Christian, right? I, some of you know this, but about seven, eight years ago, I, I got into cycling, riding a road bike. A lot of times, early in the morning, we get up and ride, first thing in the morning. And uh, whenever we're going towards the west... Uh, the sun rises in the east. And because it's a southerly sun, that as I'm, as I'm riding west, and you know, we're going, we're going as fast as we can, sometimes 18, 19, 20 miles an hour on a flat road, there's cars that are coming by me like 50, 60 miles an hour. It's very frightening. But because sometimes, if, it depends on what time of the day it is, if I'm going straight west and that car's going west as well, the sun's rising over here, as that car comes by, that sun hits that car and casts a shadow over into the bike lane. And as I'm riding, I can hear the car coming. I'm praying it doesn't hit me. And all of a sudden, I see the shadow, and the shadow just goes right through me. Another car, another shadow. Another car, another shadow. I'm just being run over by shadows. And I want you to know, I don't, I, the shadow doesn't hurt me. The shadow doesn't scare me. What scares me is that 2,000-pound vehicle driven with someone texting. But the shadow is a reminder that I am one accident away from death. And ladies and gentlemen, as a child of God, you never need to worry about the shadow. Now, we're just passing through this life. John 11, verse 25, look at these words. He who believes in me will live even though he what? Even though he dies. And look at verse 26. Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. You either believe that or you don't believe that. We see somebody die and we think, oh, that's the end. No, it's not the end. That person is not, if he's a believer, he's more alive than he's ever been. And so... (laughs) Cancer is a shadow. COVID is a shadow. Your heart stops ticking and you fall over dead right now. That's a shadow. Tomorrow's Monday, March 15th. Tomorrow, March 15th, is the one-year anniversary of when my father, my hero in life, passed from this life into the next And my heart breaks whenever I think of my dad and how much I miss him. Not a single day goes by, not a single day goes by that I don't wish I could see him. 
that I could hear him, that I could call him, and it hurts. But in no time in the 10 years that I saw him suffer physically and with him when he passed, conducting his funeral and feeling all this pain over the last 12 months, not one time, not one time was I ever fearful because I know that my dad is with the good shepherd. I know. And Jesus, Jesus led my dad through the valley of the shadow of death. My dad has crossed over the river Jordan. He's in the presence of God. I will see him again. He is alive and well. And yet, right now, right now, this very moment, I am in the valley of the shadow of death. And one day I will pass from this life into the next. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, O God, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Which leads me to my last point. Write this down. That the comfort of the Lord's presence and protection allows us to breathe during the smothering moments of life. Because we live in a day and an age where life seems to be smothering us. Like, we're just like being beat down by the world. Amen? And I just want you to know that you can breathe. But that's what Jesus allows you to do is in the midst of all this chaos in our world, the craziness, that his rod and his staff, God, they comfort me, according to verse 4. We mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago. When the shepherd is near, there's no need to fear. And the shepherd has two tools. He's got two. One is called a rod. Now, these are shepherds over in Israel. And the best way I can explain a rod to you is picture a baseball bat. It's just a wooden stick or maybe a golf club. You ever seen someone walking and they got a golf club? What are they doing with that golf club while they're walking? They're not golfing. Why you got a golf club when you're walking? Well, in case someone comes up, you're going to attack them, right? Well, that's why Shepard had this, this rod. He could, hit, he could hit a lion. He could kill a lion. He could kill a bear with that rod. He used it for a lot of things, but he also had a shepherd's hook, a staff. I actually have one here up here on the stage. You, if you were paying attention, you'd have seen it. No. But uh, uh, what, does a shepherd, what does a shepherd do with this? He's got a rod in one hand. He's got a staff in another. All right? He's got all these sheep. Well, he uses this hook. You see that hook? And if you look, it's about the perfect size. If there was a little lamb who'd gone off a ledge... He could take that, that hook and he could wrap it around that little lamb's chest and pull him up into safety. That thing is also about the perfect size for a full-grown sheep, someone like you. He could reach that, you started to go astray, he could get that around you and just pull you back where you're supposed to be. Or if there was a big thicket bush full of thorns and a lamb, you know, they're made of wool, and a lamb fell in that thorn bush, and you don't want to reach in there with your arm, you'd take your, your, your hook there, and you'd put that in there and get that around that sheep and pull 
that lamb out of that thorn bush. And so the shepherd, he had, he had this rod and he had this hook. And anytime the lambs or the sheep saw the shepherd, the presence of the shepherd with the rod and the staff, it brought him comfort. He knew that there was no reason for him to ever be afraid. Amen? Now, I, I want, I've got three little quick points I want to make. Here's the first one. God's got a lot of sheep. He's never lost a single one. Not a single sheep has he ever lost. Now, if I put you in charge, you might lose a couple. But God's never lost a single sheep. Think about that. Some of you are sitting out here, you're worried, although, I don't know, I don't know if God's going to really take care of me. Listen, God has never lost a single sheep. I don't know, but I'm really going through a tough time. I don't know if God can handle me. Listen, God, your problems are nothing to God. And what that means is if you know the shepherd and if the shepherd knows you, you have nothing to fear. You can relax. You can be calm. You can be still. You can chill. You can stop worrying. Stop fretting. Isaiah 43 verse 1 says, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by your name and you are mine. Verse 2 reads, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Verse 3 says, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Letter B, write this down. You are actually, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're better off being down in the valley where things look bad. You're better off being down there with the shepherd then you are up on the mountaintop without the shepherd. Some of you, you just want to get up on the mountaintop. You don't want to go through the valley. You just want to get over to the green grass. And God's trying to take you someplace that's actually better for you, and you've got to go through some tough times. If you lived up on the mountaintop, you wouldn't even need God. I know that for a fact. You'd get up on the mountaintop where everything's rosy-dozy. You would, you'd have no need for God. So... In, in our minds, we kind of, we want to live up on the mountaintop because, no, I'm going to take you through the valley of the shadow of death. You're better off being down in that valley with the shepherd than you are up on that mountaintop without the shepherd. There was a man over in Baghdad who came to his master. He said, master, I need your help. The master said, what's wrong to the servant? The servant says, I was down at the marketplace and I saw a sinister figure and I I looked him straight in the face and it it was death himself. And the servant says to the master, Master, please give me your finest Arabian horse so I can flee over the river to the next town called Samara. Let me get away from death. I need to get to Samara. And the master said, fine, go down to the stables, get the finest horse you can, and flee from death. Go to Samara. And then the 
master decided he himself wanted to go down to the marketplace to see if he could see this sinister figure. And the master goes down to the marketplace, and sure enough, there was this sinister man. And he walked over and he tapped him on the shoulder. And they looked eyeball to eyeball. And the master said, I need to ask you a question. Are you death? And death said, yes, I am. He said, can I ask you a follow-up question? He said, yes. He said, I want to ask you, why did you frighten my servant today here in the marketplace? And death said, oh, I didn't mean to. He goes, I was actually surprised to see him here today. He, your servant actually startled me. I, I was not expecting him to see him here in the marketplace. For you see, I have an appointment with your servant in Samara this evening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. I say this to you again. Death is a stubborn fact. It's an unpredictable fact. It is a personal fact. I want you to write this down as I close this sermon. If you walk with God through this life, God will walk with you through death. God, thank you for today. And and, uh, my mind just went to a friend of mine who had a 14-year-old girl who committed suicide And I think of the several children that I know that have walked through that door and the devastation that it brings and how broken, how divided we are. And Lord, the most critical thing is that people develop their faith, that they're in church and learning and listening. And God, then as you you change our lives, we're able to go out into this world and, and make a difference in other people's lives. Because if we're here, if we're still living, if we're still breathing... It's because you have a purpose for us. There's a reason why we're here. You've called us, God, to follow you and to have a relationship with the good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. And God, I pray again, if there's anyone here today, if there's anyone here today who's lost, if there's anyone here today who's not prepared for that appointed day, God, help them to come. And Lord, to surrender their heart and their life to you knowing that with your rod and with your staff that you're there to provide and to care and watch over us all the days of our life until that moment we leave this valley. And all God's people said, It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. 4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. 
It's almost time for Revival 2022. This October 15th through 19th at Porter Ranch Campus. Join Pastor Dudley Rutherford for this special five-day event right here at Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch. You'll experience electrifying music, a powerful time of worship, and relevant and timely preaching that is sure to uplift your soul. The city of Los Angeles needs the message of hope of Jesus Christ now more than ever. Invite your friends, family, and co-workers to this free event where everyone is welcome. Our guests will be best-selling author, CEO, and speaker, Dr. Rick Rigsby, comedian, author, and speaker, Nazareth, lead pastor of Mosaic Church, Erwin McManus, Best-selling author, Bob Goff, Miles McPherson, the lead pastor of Rock Church, and Jay John, an amazing speaker and author. You'll also enjoy some amazing worship experiences with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Israel Houghton and singer-songwriter Jesse LaBelle, as well as our very own Risen Choir. Don't miss this special five-day event at our Porter Ranch campus, October 15th through 19th. Our address is 19700 Rinaldi Street in Porter Ranch. Join us for Revival 2022 as we worship, learn about, and love on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Kyle Welch. We invite you to join us every weekday at this time when we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.